Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. We had a concert at Empowerment Temple where I served as Minister of Music back in 2004. And it's a song that we released, but we never recorded it. It's called Zion Song. And it really is a metaphor of you, you the worshiper, you the church, you are Zion. That you can never be in a place where you don't have your praise. Some of us have been in a place and we have locked up our praise, but we say Zion lifts your hearts from the willow trees. The hearts represent your praise. Your praise brings your liberty. Anytime you feel trapped, all you got to do is open up your mouth and give God a... Can you do me a favor? Can you open up your mouth and give Jesus a praise in the house tonight? Glory to God. Zion song.
Clap your hands for Bishop Jason Nelson. Lift your voices and heart on today because you have the liberty and freedom and the peace to do so. Speak it or sing it on today. All right, now, I want to get started today with some old school songs because God's going to do it. Come on, put your hands together. Do it. 
to the throne. Dear Lord, forgive us of our sins on today. Have mercy on us and let us be found worthy. Let our names be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Help us on today learn how to discern your voice from the enemy's voice in the name of Jesus. The title for today is Whose Truth Will You Believe? A blessing from God or a curse from the enemy? I'm going to give you some pointers on how to distinguish God's voice, which is the truth, from the enemy's voice, which is a lie. Um, I have a question. Have you ever wondered, was someone supposed to be in your life, you know, were they from the enemy or were they from God? Where they come from? Okay. Or, you know, the answer that you thought you received uh, in your mind, was that from God or was it from the devil? Sometimes, you know, God, you know, gives us a word and we're not sure of it. Or sometimes the devil will just play with our mind and he'll send a, uh, a uh, what do you call them, a, a fake. Okay. Send a fake. So, Dear friends, I'm going to give you a background scripture. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether it's from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that God, Jesus, has come in the flesh is from God. And But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even is now already in the world. For example, let me tell you how he starts off things. Have you ever ran into an old classmate and you spoke to them and you asked, you know, do you remember me? Because they got this look on their face like they don't even know who you are. And they say, yeah, but in reality, they don't know who you are and they don't remember your name. Or maybe you've had a financial or spiritual or intellectual discussion with someone and it was beyond your level of understanding. But you go ahead and you chime in, you be like, oh, yeah, you know, that makes sense. But, you know, in actuality, you were clueless. Well, People tell white lies. They tell partial truth, not the whole truth, and that's what the devil uses. He starts off with white lies, and then he escalates them to definite lies or flat-out lies. So we're going to look at some of the truths. And one of the truths is God is not the author of confusion. God does not give us the spirit of fear. God gives us love, power, and a sound mind. The devil is the one who makes you angry. You know, he doesn't give you any peace. He condemns you, not Christ. He Christ gives us a choice and he gives us blessings. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy you. You don't have to just do things on your own. You're listening to the voice of God when Satan tells you to do something or Satan is making you do it himself. I'm going to help you to identify three uh, aspects of truth to know whether it's not okay one does god does it speak god's truth 
because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Number two, does God and the Bible and the word legitimize it? Do it sanctify them through the truth? Number three, does Jesus confirm it? There's a confirmation in the word if it was from God. My word and my opinion is that people are so ready to receive a false spirit from a a form of godliness, and they deny the power thereof. People are blind, they're foolish, they're weak, they're baseless, they're despised. Some people are argumentative, they're ungrateful, they're prideful, and they have an itching ear. Those people want you to join their group. And Jesus warned us, don't be deceived. He will, you know, the devil can try to fool the very elect people. So this is not based on how clever you are and how much wisdom you have, but it's based on your godliness, you know, because you can be the elect and, and the devil can pull a wool over your eyes. So let's look at First John 4 and 4. He says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone off in the, the world. Hereby you know the spirit of God, and every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ is of the flesh in God. Um, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh and is not of God, and that spirit is the Antichrist. Wherever you heard, it should come, and now it's in the world. Ye are of God. Ye are the children of God and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They they are of the world. They speak of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us, and he that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that is born, loveth, is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Whether they are from God or the devil, we must love them. So we're going to jump back to those white lies. See, I'm going to clarify it a little more now. The devil started off with those white lies, and I said earlier that he's going to escalate it. He's going to use deception, divination, manipulation, because he's a counterfeit, okay? So if you are um, submitting to his will, his will will design for you to go where he tells you to go. So you got to quickly identify Satan and quickly identify the things that he's saying and reject them. Speak what God says over your life. You know, speak love, speak protection over your life that you should not die, not live, you know. Now, I want you to know how he operates. The devil operates because he has a mode of operation. The devil is like a gangster, you know. He, he strong arms you. You know, the devil makes you bow down or lay down, you know. But God, he gives you a choice. He doesn't make you. He asks you to lay down your life. See, the devil voice, his voice is loud. 
you know, not like mine, but <laughs> devil voices loud. He gives you incomplete truth. He gives you deception, schemes, tricks, lies, temptations, partial, you know, truth, you know. Uh, that's just how he is, you know. He tries to blind you. Because, see, Satan is the god of this world, and he blinds your mind. If he can get in your mind, he wants you to not believe God's word. He wants you to uh, trust in your own mind, okay? And you cannot do that. You can't afford to trust in your own mind because that's how he tricks you and confuses you. He, he wants to make you feel like you're insignificant. If someone is making you feel you're insignificant, that person is not from God. Okay, um, I want you to know that you are special. You know, God knew you before you was even born. He knew the plans that he has for you. He has plans for you to prosper, not to harm you, and to give you hope. He wants to give you a future if you trust him. Now, anything the enemy does is he stirs it up for division. He'll make you argue. He'll make you fight. He creates all manner of strife in your life. He'll do it on your job, in your home, and with your children. The enemy wants you to think the physical world supersedes the spiritual world. If the devil can get you to believe that the physical world is more real than the spiritual world, he can trick you into pursuing things like money, like power, like fame, and he can have you believing that these materialistic things are more important than being in a relationship with God. If he gets you to believe this lie, you won't seek the kingdom of God first, okay? But there is far more greatness in God heavenly kingdom than there is in the material possession that we acquire while we're on this physical earth. So I want you to resist the devil. Tell him he's a liar. For the wisdom of this world is folly with God. And I need you to ask yourself this. Does the voice that you hear, does it encourage sin or does it disobey the Bible? Does the voice tell you not to trust God's word, not to have faith, to go against biblical principles? If it does, it's from the devil. It's time to get aggressive, saints of God. We can't pussyfoot around with the devil because, see, you belong to your father, God. You don't belong to the father, devil. So remember, Satan, he's a murderer from the beginning of time, and he holds no truth, for there is no truth in him. So when he lies, he speaks his native language, for he's the father of lies. He murders you with his hands, or he murders you with his tongue. Tell him you want to carry out your father's business, God's business, okay? The enemy will use anybody he can, anybody who will submit. To his will, he's going to control them. He wants to control their spirit. So he uses different things like divination and fortune tellers and just a common person who walks in disobedience. And, you know, he wants you to believe what he or she may say. And, you will, ha you know, and if they say it, sometimes if you get it in your spirit, 
It'll happen. You're letting them speak over your life, and you're letting them speak over you more than you are on your over your own life, okay? So listen, if you're a babe in Christ, this may be, you know, new news to you, but uh, you had an excuse up to today, but <laughs> right now I just want to let you guys know that we're not ordinary people. If you're a saint of God, you know, you're supposed to be called to do supernatural things. We're supposed to be a peculiar people. We're not supposed to have a form of godliness, and uh, our actions speak louder than words because if our actions are not speaking louder than words, we won't be able to recognize the voices of God. Okay, now, in general, we know that God speaks life. He speaks truth. You know, he he wants us to proclaim his praises so that we can obtain mercy. Now, Jesus gives us the assurance that in his words, when you hear his voice, that we can overcome all power of the enemy and nothing shall harm us. We Whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Now, when God speaks, and this is how he operates, God speaks through the Bible. He, he may highlight certain words to you uh, when you read it so that you can apply it directly to your life. He want to give you that understanding. So if you have a question, that's how you can confirm whether it's of God. He, he'll speak to you in a speak, uh, small voice sometimes, whether it's a uh, thought or a whisper in your mind. Uh, he, he speaks in it so that it could develop your spirit so that you can have a closer walk to him so that you can know it's from God. Was that thought that he spoke, was it an edifying thought? Okay, God also gives you impressions on your spirit. You know, you might feel a tug in your heart. You know, you might have a deep sense of knowledge. You know, it may feel as if the Lord is speaking directly to you. Then you know that's of God. You know, Sometimes God will put a picture in your mind to let you know this is of me. You know, he'll give us vision. He'll play it like a video in your mind. And sometimes he give you dreams, you know, when you sleep. You know, uh, sometimes people have trance. That's how you know God's voice. You need to use your discernment to recognize and to identify those spirits that confront you. See, Christ, Christians, today we are in the biggest warfare that I've ever seen. This is a spiritual warfare, and we have got to fight to win. So you have to lift up your veils. You're going to have to open up your spiritual eyes because your natural eyes can't see what's in the spirit. Okay, see, just like the Pharisees back in the day, you know, they was numb to Jesus' miracles because, you know, the spiritual things look to be ineffective to them. Okay, there are hidden spiritual realities, and in order for you to be reassured, you have to recognize them. Okay, God's voice enables you to see God. Okay, in 1 Samuel 16 and 7, God sees not as man. You have to go beyond what you're looking at. So don't look at the external things only. Look at what the Lord is looking at. Help him, ask him to help you see the hidden things and to expose the devil so that you can know what's good and what's evil. Now, God protects us from the enemy 
and from the deception of the people because he knows that the angel of light, you know, he, he comes as the angel of light, light, I mean, that, you know, his purpose really is to destroy us. So we want to identify those unclean spirits. Okay. Now, I want to know, those of you who are listening to me, do you believe that there is a spiritual force around us daily that is trying to influence your heart and to turn you against God? You living in this world, but you can't be of this world. Sometimes we as believers, we have difficult choices that will isolate us or make us stick out like a sore thumb. That's why the world hates you. They are not up. You're not of the world. So, you know, we, we, we're not going to be light. So I want you to listen closely to those voices that you hear. See, the enemy don't want you to see heaven in those voices because he was kicked out. He's cunning. He's deceptive. He's not sincere. He's the author of confusion. So if someone is speaking confusion, rest assured, he's in the midst. Now, do you know the difference between the voice of someone who's entertaining you than feeding you? See, the enemy entertains you with a bunch of bull and baloney, I guess you could say. He's trying to destroy you. The voice of God is feeding you, and he's nurturing you. He wants you to grow. You know, we need to pay a lot more attention to whether we're being fed or whether we're being entertained, okay? In conclusion, the enemy wants to dominate you. He wants to rule you and rule your life, and he wants to, you know, have you um, see things through his eyes, okay? And if you're not properly discerning, then he can do that. So I want you to use your discernment as a weapon so that you cannot be deceived. Use that discernment because on one end, you're going to have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And on the other end, I want you to have spiritual warfare. The closer you walk with the Lord, the more you are praying, the more powerful you will be with your discernment. You have to know the voice of the Lord in order to know his Lord, His Lordship. Okay, now I'm going to give you some specific character traits to look for to distinguish whether the truth is from the God or the devil. Now I'm going to tell you the devil's voice first. The devil, if the voice is creating doubtfulness, if it's harsh, if it's cruel, if it's obsessive, if it has you to worry, if it creates stress, if it condemns, if it discourages, if it causes despair, if it confuses you, if it pushes you, if it steals from you, if it frightens you, if it rushes you, if it weakens you, if it hurts you, if it wants to silence you, if it wants to accuse you, and if it wants to speak death, that's the devil voice. Now, if it's God's voice, he will assure you. He will be gentle with you. He will be kind with you. He will be calm with you. He will comfort you. He will create peace. He will convict you. He will encourage you. He will instill you with hope. He will clarify you. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will reassure you. 
He is patient. He will strengthen you. He will heal you. He will proclaim loudly, and he will proclaim praises, and he will forgive you, and he will speak life over you. So I know that you know how to distinguish the voice of God from this day forward.
you enjoyed that word, and now you will be able to distinguish whether that voice is of God or of the enemy. I want to take time to give a shout-out to a few people. I'm going to give a shout-out to Miss Barbara. I want to give a shout-out to my husband, Virgil. I want to give a shout-out to my wonderful sister-in-law, Trudy, and my brother and uh, my brother Keith and my cousin Jeffrey. I want to give a shout out to my sister Queenie and Spencer. Happy birthday, Spencer! Today is Spencer's birthday. I want to give a shout out to Sydney. I want to give a shout out to Christina, and I'd like to give a shout out to let's see who else here. I can't even read my handwriting. Oh, uh, did I say Miss Barbara? Okay, and I think my nephew might be on the line, Anthony. Well, I want to thank all of you guys for listening, and I hope that you've been show, enjoyed the show so far. We're going to keep it going right now. It's been a while 
is my year. I don't care what has been up to this point. God is going to create change. He's going to create growth. I'm going to get a breakthrough. You're going to get a breakthrough. Things are going to be better. Uh, Things are going to be, we're going to be stronger. And therefore, we're going to be able to have the victory. There's a little song that we sing and it goes like this. We've got the victory, 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 victory.
want to thank you for listening again. You know that, hey, if you don't know the Lord, get to know the Lord. If you know him, get to know him better and come listen to the show and you can get to know him better that way. Uh, I want you guys to continue to pray for all the sick people out here now. I've got a lot of calls on this week. Uh, there are many people we need to pray for. Just pray for all the sick people in this world. And I want you to go forth on today. I want you to have a wonderful day. I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to give, speak life over someone else's life and be blessed in the Lord, and I love you. Come back on next week and bring someone else with you. God bless.